My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom by Choice podcast with your host, Martin Bonge. Hey guys, how's it going today? Welcome to this new episode of your favorite podcast. This is episode 401 and this is your host, Martin. All right, guys, uh, today's a special day because today's my birthday. All right, so uh, happy birthday to me. Um, really cool. Uh, I mean, people actually, because uh, I, I didn't put it on like, you know, like Facebook and stuff where people send you messages like, oh, happy birthday. To, you know, so I didn't put it there. Uh, and the, the, I mean, the people who actually know me well, they know when my birthday is. So, you know, I got a call from, from people. I actually got uh, like a big, like a big old cake. Like, oh, the, that chocolate cake is the best, man. It's really good. Uh, I got some presents, um, which is totally unexpected because we're all quarantined, you know. So I figured, ah, you know what, I'll, I'll be at home. Uh, today and uh, you know it's the birthday I'll just you know just spend it yeah chilling you know so um, so yeah very happy about uh, about this um, yeah so so for today I wanted to talk to you about um, about freelancing and uh, like developers and, and all that kind of stuff I don't know if I've actually done an episode on it maybe in the very very beginning um, and uh, it, it is something that people um, kind of like underestimate and they think it's it's super easy to go and find uh, like um, a like a contractor or a, gee what, what's it what's the term again um, yeah so a developer or a I don't know a designer or something like this right a freelancer sorry Jesus Christ and a lot of people think that going to freelancing is going to be super easy Right? Oh man, it's going to be easy. I can work when I want and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, want to be, <laughs> I want to discuss this with you. So we'll look at both angles, right? So the angle of uh, someone wants to go into freelancing because I think that might be more like there might be a lot more of you guys listening to this who wants to go, want to go in freelancing more than hiring freelancers for now because you, you, know, you might be starting out. You're not at the stage where you're hiring people. So... Um, the thing with freelancing, and I think I've you know, already told you this, is, uh, um, dude, freelancing is hard. It's a lot harder than people think it is because um, what happens is that whatever it is that you actually, you're actually doing, so let's say you're, you're a designer, you're a videographer, you're a, I don't know, like copywriter or something. Um, so this is your craft. This is your skill. This is what you want to do. 
And uh, when you're going to freelancing, because I don't know, some people just sold you that dream, is, oh yeah, you're gonna put your profile somewhere and then you'll, you'll start getting some, um, some contracts left and right and, uh, and that's it. Then you work when you want, you go to Bali and then you enjoy. Oh, let, let me be a freelancer. And uh, please understand that if that's, what, that's the idea that you have the freelancing, it is miles and miles away from this. Freelancing sucks, okay? It sucks because this, uh, because instead of doing the, the video or something, you will actually spend most of your time trying to sell and trying to find those contracts, right? And very often, uh, you know, people are actually good at their craft. They're really not good at generating those, those leads and closing the deals and stuff. And you might realize that, well, well for that deal, there might be like 100 people. Uh, it's not just you. And, um, and these contracts, they will arrive sporadically. So you might have a contract. You don't know when the next one's gonna come. It might come in a year or something, and uh, you still have to eat, you still have to, to do stuff, right? I know a lot of freelancers who are like, you know, pretty broke, not because they don't know, like they don't know their craft, it's just that they have to do all, all that stuff, you know? And, um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know why, uh, you know, where it, it, the, the, the myth of, you know, people being, uh, you know, like having, like, I mean, some people are doing great on like freelancing, right? So I, I think if you have like a, a really rare skill, um, you know, you, you can, uh, or, you know, you can have a rare skill or, dude, if you, if you know how to sell yourself, if you know how to differentiate yourself, yourself from, from the rest of the crowd, of course, you're going to be successful in there, okay? But it, this, is, this is what it takes. You need to be a good salesperson and you need to stand out from the crowd. Don't think that you're just going to put your, your resume on Upwork and that's it. You're going to be a, uh, like a star. Because here what happens is um, uh, you go to like Upwork or freelancer.com or something and uh, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a freelancer and then you, you create your profile. So one problem is that they will see the, the number of contracts, the number of hours that you've worked before. So if you have zero hours, what do you think happens? Well, nobody is actually going to pick you because you have zero hours, right? They're going to take someone who has like 15,000 hours, right? And it becomes this vicious circle where, dude, if you don't hire me, how the hell do I get the, 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 the hours, right? And, um, and next thing you know, you have zero contracts, zero, all right? It sucks. So me, for example, it, it is one thing that I, I am trying to do is... I'm trying to give uh, opportunities to people who don't have many hours because the fact that they don't have many hours doesn't mean that they don't know their, 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 their job is that they, they haven't had any, any jobs on that platform. All right. So I, I like to give people a chance um, and try to, um, to get them to, um, you know, to, to, uh, to have uh, some contracts. Right. But this thing is hard, man. It is really hard. Uh, and people make it sound really easy. And yeah, it's very, very hard to kind of like predict when the next contract is going to be. So for example, um, uh, you know, someone in my team has his brother who had been working for like 10 years as a, like a freelancer or something for this company. And now, well, the, uh, you, you know, because of the virus and stuff, that company's like, ah, man, we don't have any business. Well, see ya. Okay. So, you know, even for 10 years, the guy was fine. I mean, it can happen with your job and, and all that kind of stuff as well, you know, 
but yeah, freelancing is, uh, I'm not saying it's bad. Um, you know, for me, there are more efficient ways of going at it. So I like affiliate marketing and stuff a lot better. Um, so some people, yeah, I, I think some people made millions, I'm pretty sure tens of millions freelancing. So please don't understand that I'm saying freelancing sucks. Don't go out and do it and stuff. I'm saying it's a lot harder than people make it, uh, you know, make it to be, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, if you, uh, if you are a, uh, like a freelancer, one thing that, for example, I can give you sort of like a piece of advice is, um, you know, for, uh, on a lot of platforms you have, um, gee, what's, what, what is it called? It's called a, uh, gee, you know when you make an offer and then there are a bunch of people who have to give you their proposals and stuff. Uh, call for proposal or something. I don't know. I, I remember the, the English term. Well, dude, it's my birthday. I don't remember. So um, one thing was when I was doing that is, uh, and I, I actually had a company at some point that was doing uh, like websites for people back in the days, right? <laughs> I didn't know anything about websites, <laughs> like nothing. I really sucked. I just had the guy, you know, creating the websites for me. It was a nightmare, but that's the company that actually catapulted me here. But anyway, one thing that I was making sure that we did was, um, you know, so someone, let's say, uh, they create a job that says uh, website needed, okay? And, um, and everybody will answer to the, uh, the, the, the proposal thingy with like re-website needed. They just press like re and, and very often they don't actually read the, the thing. They just say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do it, I can do it. They, they haven't read it. Right. So one thing that I was always, always doing and making sure everybody did in your team was make sure you read the whole damn thing. OK, because uh, one, one thing that I was doing, I was hiding a, a code, like a passcode inside the the actual brief. I was saying, well, this is what I need. This is what I need, blah, blah, blah. Well, and in the middle, I will say something like, well, if you just to prove that you've actually read the thing, when you reply, put the, the, uh, the, the code, I don't know, like Superman or something, right? So it will tell me who bothered to read the thing because before telling me, oh man, I can do it, right? So that's one thing that I was doing. And the other thing is I never, I changed the subject line, right? Instead of like re-website needed, you know, you put something that will stand out. They will get 300 responses that says re-website needed, and then you can you know, differentiate yourself very easily by changing the subject line. Like, uh, you know, amazingly uh, profitable, uh, you know, responsive websites, uh, you know, something like this. You know, they will notice it. You know, they will notice it. Just, just imagine you have like 300 times the same, the same subject, and then you have another one. That's the one you're going to open. Right? And you're going to take some time to actually make a, like a response. This is how you can differentiate yourself. Uh, it, it just, it's not like super complicated to do. It just takes a little bit more time. A lot of people are lazy. Okay? So, so that's the thing with, with like freelancing. And also, um, yeah, with freelancing, to be honest, uh, you think you don't have a boss, but once you accept that contract, dude, that person is your boss, man. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, that kind of sucks, you know? Uh, if you ask me, I don't like to have a boss, man. So, you know, and again, some people have made tens of millions in there. So I'm not, you know, it's good for them. Uh, me, it's just something that I, I didn't want to do because it's very hard for me to predict what's going to happen. And so the peace of mind that I'm looking for, 
uh, I don't have it because I'll have to hustle all the time to kind of like find new contracts and, and, and all that kind of stuff, right? So, you know, if you were trying to go into freelancing, I don't want to discourage you. I just want you to understand uh, that the journey is going to be a lot bumpier than you think it is, okay? Now, um, that said, I want to give you the, the, the vision from the other side, right? Because people, people think uh, as well that, ah, you know what, I'll have a company, I have zero employees, and I'll just hire freelancers and, uh, and yeah, it's going to work, okay? Uh, which is what I thought as well, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, there are freelancers, there are millions of them. But, dude, I mean, um, finding the, the, the right person will take so much time. Like, you know, what, what I was telling you before is um, you need a freelancer for something. So you, you put an ad like, oh, I need a freelancer. And you will get, like, if on Upwork, if you're not careful, you'll get 800 responses. Re, I need a freelancer. Now, and you have to come through all of them, you know, and it takes a lot of people contacting you all of the time and stuff. And you have to kind of, like, determine if that person is actually good and you have to, like, test them out. And, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it takes some time. It takes a lot of time. And it's crazy. Um, and, um, and so there, there are things that people don't actually know about this. And, and uh, the reason why I'm shooting this is because I, I did work with um, like a developer. And, uh, and these are things that will happen to you is I worked with this guy. So he's been introduced to me by a, a guy that I trust. The guy's good. He's good. The guy's really good. And I said, look, you're good. So I'm pretty sure you know good, good, good guys. He said, yep, I know this guy's good. So I, I, I talked to the guy. I'm like, oh, you've been recommended. I need to work with you. Let's work together. He built something for me. I'm, I'm very happy with it. All right? And I told him, look, uh, here's what I want to do is um, this is the final uh, blueprint of what I want, right? But I don't want to go with the full-blown development right now before, before uh, kind of like validating that it works. So I need a, like a, an MVP, like minimum valuable product. And uh, that's phase one. And then on phase two, once I see that, you know, it's worth it, I can invest more. And then, uh, and then this is what's going to happen, right? So we did phase one. Guy, the, the guy did everything. was super fast. was really good. Uh, very good communication. I got exactly what I needed. And, um, and then from there, the guy vanished. I have tried every possible communication mean with the guy. And I actually see him like now, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to, hi to hire him again. I see him now on Skype. I talk, to, I talk to him. I see he's online. I send him emails. He's just not answering. I don't understand. I'm like, dude, I have work for you. You don't want work? <laughs> it's crazy, right? And these are things that will happen so much because, you know, there might be reasons why, like the guy is not into... Uh, so there was this guy, for example, when, when I, I was writing, I wrote my first book, I, I created uh, like promotional videos, right? And there was this guy who was really good, a video guy. The guy was really good. And, uh, and he, he from, a guy from the Philippines, really good guy. And, uh, and then afterwards, well, he found a job and he works for Pixar. Now, you know Pixar, right? <laughs> the guys do the animations and stuff. So I came back to the guy saying, oh, I have more work for you. But, well, obviously, I mean, he... He has other things to do now, you know? So, um, so these are things that will, that will um, you know, happen to you. And it's very frustrating when you found someone who's very good, did some good work. And it's, I really, I just don't understand it. I'm bringing you more business. Just, you know, just answer. You know, it's, uh, 
uh, knowing how hard it is to find contracts, if you have repeated buyers who come back to you, dude, take them, right? So, you know, I guess, I mean, the guy was, um, he was sick and all that kind of stuff for quite a while. So, you know, I don't know, but you know, it happened, it happened a lot uh, that, you know, you find someone and, um, and then afterwards they just bail out, you know? So it is, it, it is hard to um, like deal with like freelancers, especially when you find a good one and then you have to start over. So now I have another set of developers and I told them, look, I'm going to try and contact that first developer. Um, you know, if he, in case he doesn't answer, then I need you to make those changes that I, I need done, right? So they, they're not the ones who actually created the stuff in the first place, but they're good developers they will be able to, to do it. And these, this developer that I'm telling you about that uh, I, I contacted, it, this is one a, a developer that um, I used to, uh, to build how many, like two, three uh, developments and stuff. And um, so I contacted the guy again a few days ago because I needed to create my alert system, you know, my alert system that I told you about to monitor um, a, a service that's vital for my business. I contacted the guy and he replied, he was like, yep, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And, um, and now he's doing it, right? And this guy, for me, this guy is precious. When you find someone like this, it is precious. Please understand this. People don't value, don't, they don't value that enough. Oh yeah, there are a lot of developers. Dude, there were developers that were recommended to me. I, I, I tried everything to contact those guys. They never answered. After like 20 messages, they didn't answer. So when you have someone like this, who's responsive, who comes back when, when you have more work, cherish that, that uh, relationship. Make sure you pay them well. Don't try to squeeze them and stuff. Make sure you pay them well. This is precious, super precious. It's going to improve your business, it's going to improve your sanity and everything. So now this guy, I said, look, here it is. The other guy doesn't want the business. Well, if you can help me out with this, then uh, please do. So he's going to have a look at it and he's probably going to improve that, that platform of mine. And I will make sure to have this guy very, very close to me and always, you know, uh, make sure to keep him happy, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, it, it is a lot harder than, than, uh, than you think, all right? Just the, you know, uh, getting to talk to a developer in the, in the first place, like initiating contacts, very hard because, uh, you know, they might not respond. Or when they've done something for you, they might bail out, they, they just vanish in thin air, right? But <laughs> there's also the communication with like developers. This is a whole different, <laughs> like it's a whole n another world, right? People are, uh, you know, they're very, like very offended by developers and they don't like developers. Like, oh, this, this idiot asked them to do this and, and they did something completely different. And I'm like, dude, it's because you don't know how to talk to developers. You don't, all right? It's, uh, it, it is fascinating, you know, once you've gone through the process um, and you understand a little bit how development works. I'm, I'm not a developer, right? I don't develop. And uh, maybe I'll, I'll try to start looking a little bit into development. I, I looked, um, I followed a, um, a podcast where there was this guy who was a developer uh, and he, he taught himself development and he gave like a, he has a, a complete list of all the trainings that he followed. And uh, it's, it looked really, I mean, it sounded really cool. So I, I do have the list. I'm like, uh, do I do it or do I not do it? But this thing helps a lot because um, you need to understand how development works a little bit, right? Uh, just a little bit. 
Um, he, he was giving like a, a, a very good example of, um, you know, let's say, let's say for example, uh, we want to do a, uh, like a BLT, right? It's like, uh, what is it? Bacon, lettuce, tomato, right? I think that's BLT, right? So let's say for example, uh, we want to do a BLT sandwich, okay? We're, so we have, I'll, I'll show you with the, the, the development way and, and the, the other way. So you, have, so you have the bread, right? And uh, so I ask you, okay, so uh, what, what do you need to do? And you're like, oh, take the bacon and put it on the bread. And so what I do, I grab the, the bacon still in the pack, right? So straight from the freezer and I put it on the bread, you know, still with the, the, the packaging and stuff. And you're like, dude, are you like an idiot or something? I said, well, you told me grab the bacon, put it on the on the damn uh, the damn bread. And that, yeah, but uh, yeah, but it's frozen. Oh, yeah, but you need to tell me that I need to like defrost it. So I will go and defrost it, put it in like hot water or something, and then I take it, I put it back on the bread. And you're like, but no, but you need to open the damn the, the damn packaging. And I say, yeah, you need to tell me that, right? So how do I open the damn packaging? Oh, well, start at the top, rip off the damn thing, take one slice, put it on the bread, like vertically and stuff like that, right? So this is how development works. You, you know, when you're talking to a developer and you tell them, yeah, yeah, I want this, uh, yeah, go do it. Well, it's, it's as if you're telling someone, take the, take the bacon, put it on the bread. It's the exact same thing. So people get frustrated. They think that developers are idiots, but, um, you know, because you just assume that they are in your head and, uh, and it's like a BLT sandwich. Everybody knows how a BLT sandwich works, right? But no, you need to tell them, right? So you need to take one like slice of bacon and then put it there. And then you need to uh, slice the tomatoes. So how do you slice the tomatoes? Okay, so you grab the tomato with your left hand, then you put it in front of you, you grab the knife, so this type of knife with your right hand, and then you slice the thing in half, and then you take one half with your left hand, and then you slice it with like, I don't know, 10 degrees, blah, 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 and stuff. This is how development works, right? So if you tell someone, oh, take some tomato bacon and lettuce and do the sandwich, uh, well, <laughs> you know, uh, please understand that uh, it, it is not going to work, okay? So this is also one other thing that you have to do. You need to learn how to talk to developers. It's not something that's, that's um, um, you know, I'll, 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 I was going to say native, but it, like intuitive, because in everyday, in everyday life, uh, you will just assume that, you know, people know how to make a sandwich, right? And, you know, uh, I'll say, but does the bacon go on top of the tomato or under the tomato, right? And, uh, and what, what kind of bread is it, right? Is it uh, rectangular? Is it a triangle? And, you know, it's all that kind of stuff, okay? And that's, these are the things that you need to kind of like learn when, uh, when you're dealing with development. And, uh, and it's a very good exercise because it, it helps you as well be more um, uh, G like how can I say like deconstruct everything right because you have to uh, break everything into like tiny little pieces so that you understand all the mechanics of it and and this is how you actually get very good as well you know uh, because you understand the ramifications of everything. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, so th this will trigger that. And then when you click here, this needs to happen. So it needs to go and fetch some data here and put it in this box. This is how, where you find the information. And next thing you know, 
uh, you're going to be a lot better and a lot more uh, you know, you'll be able to kind of look at a business or look at anything and be able to like, kind of like, you know, you know like in the matrix, you can actually see how it's made and everything uh, just by doing this exercise. Without you being the developer, you will be able to kind of like know uh, a little bit how, um, how these things are done, right? So, um, yeah, so that's, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, the, the actual message that I wanted to tell you was, uh, you know, working with, uh, you know, like freelancers and stuff it, it there is a there is a lot of like moving parts to it is uh you know getting in contact in the first place <laughs> then being able to communicate efficiently with them you know the example of the blt sandwich and then afterwards being able to be a repeat buyer for these people and also on the other end of the spectrum, if you want to go into, into uh, freelancing, please understand that you'll spend a lot more time doing something that you don't like doing, which is sales and stuff, than your actual job. And uh, you need to find a way to actually differentiate, uh, differentiate yourself because, dude, there is a lot of them. There's a lot of competition there. And uh, just a little bit of personalization can actually make a difference, okay? Uh, and then I'm not discouraging anybody from going to freelancing. Again, as I said, some people have been very successful at it. Uh, it's just for something that's really not for me because, well, freelancing means that I have clients and uh, clients like to kind of like boss you around. Well, you know, if you choose the wrong clients, but very often, you know, people end up in situations where they have to take whatever client is coming because of the nature of the, their freelancing, which is like inconsistent and stuff, right? So uh, it's really not, you know, it's not for me as, as a person. I like uh, stuff that's completely automated, that's predictable. That's why I do my you know, affiliate marketing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, if you were thinking about going into, into freelancing, please apply the 10x rule which is going to require 10 times more effort and 10 times more difficulties than you actually think. So be prepared for it, okay? So that's pretty much it, guys. I will see you in the next episode. That was your host, Martin. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Evonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they will show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I wanna ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet, okay? And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com and in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast, but you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for 
listening to this episode and I see you in the next one. All right, thank you very much guys, bye.